Welcome to Inside Tiger Football. We're joined by head coach Josh Blankenship. Remember, Inside Tiger Football is brought to you by Rib Crib. Coach Blankenship, how does it feel to be back in the studio? Had a long summer, but a lot of work got done for your Tiger football team. Yeah, uh, last night was kind of the first night to really see what kind of fruit you know, comes from all that off-season work and um, saw a lot of good things, saw plenty of things in that, you know, we call it a dress rehearsal for a reason. So a lot of stuff we need to tighten up and clean up and uh, get organized before we, we go out for the real thing next week. I want to go back to summer workouts and fall camp. How how did it all go and what stood out from you from this uh, past season or this past off-season with camp and everything? Yeah, we had a great summer, uh, great uh, fall camp to this point. Um, we'll have a little bit of a film session today. Um, you know, we're back in school, so we'll have a six-hour normal routine, uh, but we'll kind of treat it like a post-game. Um, so we'll get a lot of good film in, uh, go out, get a little bit of a run in, kind of, you know, that post-game lactic acid flush um, that they need some good stretching and recovery uh, and then we'll bring them again in tomorrow morning to close camp with a little uh, light one for about an hour and a half kind of hopefully get a jump start on Bentonville for next week and uh, then we'll be right back into the regular routine on Monday now with your team this year there are several new faces plenty of new new players they'll be playing some big roles for you this season but it seems like that underclassman role that's going to be a catalyst of having the success that you guys are hope for for this season you know they will be um, what I'm really leaning on is those those seniors uh, especially um, to lead the way you know we we are very young as far as having a lot of young guys playing and contributing. And the secret to that um, is the leadership that they're going to watch. And uh, so that's that's a big responsibility for those seniors, but I think they welcome it. You know, it's what, it's what they dream of in a big program like BA is, you know, when I become a senior, I'm going to operate like that guy I saw as a captain or that guy I saw as a senior in my position group, and now they've got a chance to do that. You've played the game, you've coached the game. How hard is it for you to identify young talent, especially with this underclassman that you have on this year's squad, or can you pick it out just like that? Hey, this guy's going to be a dude one day for us. Uh, you can pick out the talent really quickly. It's the, um, you know, how is that talent going to function in the heat of the moment? Um, how are they going to respond to um, a coach's instruction when the lights are on, you know, when they got knocked on their butt, you know, when they got beat on something? Um, how do they function um, when there's a lot of a, you know, a high commitment level, um, you know, a maturity and response. Um, so there's a lot of, lot to it that you're waiting to see how they handle it right away and, and what their uh, potential is for growth and all those things. Um, you never get a ninth grader or a sophomore that has it all figured out. You don't even have a senior that has it all figured out. But you, um, that, that is the really rewarding part of coaching high school ball is watching that development, that growth from each year. Um, so it's, it's fun. For you, this is your third season at the helm. Do you feel like you're finally getting the footing of what you're trying to build here with Broken Arrow? Yeah, I mean, that's – I mean, it's very cliche, but it just takes time. And, uh, you know, it's there's things I know about our kids and things I know about our program and our community that uh, haven't been here, you know, two and a half years. Um, you know, NBA, not just in the area, but NBA – that you'd like to say you could come in and know right away, but you just don't until you're in it. Um, you, you know, there's relationships that have to be developed. There's uh, things you really have to see, um, you know, over a course of time. And, and so certainly I feel a lot more um, aware um, of not only what we are, but where, where to point this thing and, and what needs to be, what are the critical things that need to be done in this big machine that is BA Public Schools um, in this community 
um, understanding all those working parts and pieces and how one can impact the other. And, you know, you can't just walk in and say, hey, I've got a great idea for such and such. Sure. Um, there's a lot of moving parts and, and, you know, being around it a little bit more, I have a better idea how that works. For the years that I've known you, you've been a motto guy where you're trying to instill something in these guys yeah. to build upon. What is the motto this year for this Tiger football team? Uh, we don't really change them year to year. It's just kind of within our, uh, you know, we've got what we call our program foundation, mm -hmm. which is every day, every way. And then we, uh, we've got the pillars of our program that we, um, really emphasize and we really hit those every summer. You know, our, we've got year round character training is kind of the cliche, uh, term, but, um, in the summer we really hone in our pillars and our foundation and, uh, the guys really seem to have latched onto that a little bit more than they have in the past. Um, and what really seemed to resonate with them. Uh, thankfully for me, is the foundational slogan of every day, every way. And uh, I hate the term slogan because it just seems so uh, shallow. Um, but it is short, concise, and it stays with them. And uh, you spend time, a lot of time, really going into the depth of what that really means. Um, so hopefully it becomes more than just a slogan. Last night was a dress rehearsal before we get teeing off against Bentonville. Overall, grade your team's performance against Northside. Uh, it, I'm not grading the performance. Um, I was looking for some key things. Um, you know, in the, the scrimmage format, it's more like a team camp where you're just repping plays. Um, repping plays is a completely polar opposite world than actually functioning in a game. And then even in the game, um, it was, you know, a first quarter and a third or fourth quarter, however you want to look at it, because we treated it like two halves. Um, you know, until I see us in a four-quarter game, I don't want to grade it. Um, I saw what I needed to see. I see the things that need, be, need to be corrected. Um, the coaches have seen on film the things that they need to tighten up and, and work on with our guys. Um, so it's, uh, there's plenty of evaluation, but uh, there, there's no grade to put on a scrimmage. Break down Octavian Robertson's performance last night. I did a lot of things for you on offense and special teams. I mean, what what do you see on the table with him for growth with the Tiger football team? Ton of potential. Uh, very, very, very high ceiling. Um, you know, he's, he's going to have those natural – you know, he was playing junior high football last year, you know, so there's some things you, you know, when you're the best athlete on the field in eighth grade, uh, you might be able to like reverse field and go sideline to sideline. And, you know, in high school football, that that's not going to work all the time. And uh, so a um, lot of potential. Um, sky's the limit. It's, it's pretty exciting, um, but plenty to work on for him, too. Because he's so young, going back to you eyeing talent where you were able to eye things, is this a guy that you could build a foundation around moving forward? You know, I've never really looked at it like that um, as far as like a guy to build it around. Um, you know, there's we're always going to hopefully tailor it around our seniors. Um, you know, hopefully we've got a quarterback that, that the team believes in and is going to follow their lead, whether it's the whole team or the offense. It's You know, there's no division there. The quarterback's got to be our guy. Um, you know, our captains have to lead the way. Um, you know, that's who we're going to build a team around um, is the leadership that we have. And then, yes, we want those those talented players, no matter what age, to step up and do their job. Cooper Bates, you were bringing up that senior yeah. talent. How special has he grown into the this quarterback that you've hoped that he would become? And how far is his ceiling? I mean, where, where can we see him going leading this offense? Coop's a... Uh, Coop is a dream quarterback uh, for your program because he's got those characteristics that you can't teach. Um, he's he's tough. He's an unbelievable competitor. Has been ever since I've known him. I mean, it's it's rare that sophomores get in games, you know, at the six A level, and 
um, you know, with a very senior heavy class when he was a sophomore, um, he still was getting on the field, uh, playing linebacker, playing safety, uh, won the team over very quickly with his fearless play. Um, and none of that has changed. And, and what we're able to do now is, is make him the point man. Um, I really uh, feel bad for what I put him through last year because we had a, we had a quarterback uh, competition. We had two quarterbacks playing. Um, but I take a lot of pride in tailoring our offense around the QB. Um, well, well, Cooper is a very unique, you know, he has a unique style of play. Um, and so kind of the, the, the framework that we were using to let QBs, the QBs compete really suited one more than it suited Cooper. Um, and now we get to tailor it to Coop, and, and having that identity, you know, from the get-go is huge for us. And that adds to, you know, you were unable to show all the bag of tricks last sure. night because you don't want to reveal to other teams. You know, other teams within the conference are watching you as well. But from what he was able to, you know, throw and connect with his receivers, what did you see out of the receiving core with him in, in the lineup? Well, we know Caleb Barnett's always – he's special, so we know what he's capable of. Um, we're hoping some other guys are going to step up. We've got some very talented receivers, um, so hoping they're going to step up. We didn't put a whole lot in the passing game last night. Um, I really was um, intentional about, uh, you know, establishing uh, the run. Uh, I really wanted to lean on our um, not not all young but very inexperienced offensive line group. You know, that it's so, I think, uh, uh, underappreciated for how much cohesion and chemistry goes into those five guys. And then you add in a tight end, you know, uh, in and out with all the substitutions at tight end. And so you got a group of five that you really need to gel and come together. And um, so I wanted to lean on that more than anything. And our running backs ran the ball well. I thought our old line did a great job of keeping the pace and the tempo once we got into the actual team setting that you can't do and just repping plays in a team camp format. So the mini game was really good for those guys to get their legs under them. Um, Coop did exactly most stuff that people won't even notice. Um, management decisions, um, you know, no recklessness, uh, unbelievably efficient, um, just, oh, just really, really smart senior quarterback play in, um, you know, and to have that as your opening moment to go out there under the lights and operate that way, I was very excited for him. And your tight ends, I mean, they're going to be crucial for this upcoming season. What stood out for you from the tight end group on offense? Uh, that there's a lot of depth there. You know, uh, you know, Osmond was out with a foot injury. Hopefully we'll get him back very quickly. And then Condry went out uh, in the team camp format uh, of the early scrimmage. Um, so those are two guys that are playing both ways, but tight ends, tight ends their offensive position. Um, and to see uh, the next guys just step in and roll uh, like there was nothing missing was, was really encouraging. Before we take a timeout, I have to ask you, you, you had to be impressed with the fact that they scored that final touchdown and they just kept going. They played until the whistle was blown last night against Northside as well. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> there's a lot of good things that we're going to celebrate and a lot of good things that we're going to praise up. And, you know, that's fundamental to teaching is, you know, you want to celebrate the things that you want to see and, and then be a quiet teacher on the things that need to be corrected and but there's plenty we need to be quiet and correct, too, so we're going to get after that. A quick reminder that our coverage of Inside Tigers football is brought to you by Rib Crib. Up next, we'll dive into the Tigers' defense with Coach Blankenship. Tulsa Bone & Joint, Northeast Oklahoma's sports medicine experts. We are pleased to help you and the athletes in your life with a number of surgical and non-surgical options. Tulsa Bone & Joint is proud to serve as team orthopedist for local high schools such as Broken Arrow, Owasso, Sepulpa, Kasha Hall and Bishop Kelly. We're also proud to be team orthopedists for FC Tulsa. Tulsa Bone and Joint, moving life forward. 
<laughs> Your side hustle keeps you moving. We'll help you get where you really want to go. <laughs> TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football. We're joined by Josh Blankenship. Reminder, it's brought to you by Rib Crib. I want to talk a little bit about the offensive line play. What did you see out of the boys in the trenches? Because all these ball games are going to be won within the trenches. There's no question about that. And then Oklahoma playoffs, um, you're, you're bound to have cold, nasty weather um, when it gets down to critical uh, football time. So you got to be able to run the ball and stop the run. Um, so... Uh, we really depend on those guys to be special. Um, we've got some inexperience there. Our really one veteran is a junior, uh, Ricky uh, Fernandez. He he plays center and guard, uh, can rotate back and forth in that interior spot. And then we've got uh, we've got uh, two seniors uh, that have really really uh, had an unbelievable off season and matured. Uh, Kane Wilbur and uh, James Estes, um, pretty much dominating that right side. Two big bodies that have really really developed and then we've, we've got some young guys in the mix too so we've got a monster of a left tackle and jj Bashirs, um just a sophomore um so again with his his athleticism and his size you know he he should have a great career but uh you know he's gonna have to learn how to function you know in in the varsity setting um and then john Broll is the other guy that's in the mix uh he was playing center most of last night um he also can rotate there with ricky you know guard center interior guy um, really excited about that group. I saw a lot of good things out of them. Coach Pruitt and Coach Broyles do a phenomenal job with those guys. And, um, you know, again, I, I keep saying it, but there's a very, very high ceiling for this group. And uh, as young and inexperienced as some of them are, it's still very fun. Um, and this is why you coach high school ball to, to develop kids. And so we're excited about the, this journey. We're getting ready to get started. Coach Blankenship, those guys are always the unsung heroes. They don't get a lot of, you know this, they don't get a lot of interesting articles about them, but they are the workhorses of the crew. It also helps out that a lot of your linemen are upperclassmen. Mm -hmm. How does that add to the flair to teach the younger classmen what they need to do when they have their name called? It's critical. Um, Guys that know, I mean, the things that you just don't talk about a whole lot, but just how we operate day to day, you know, where we are for meetings, what time, you know, how early we get there, you know, what we wear out to practice, what we don't wear out to practice, you know, uh, being where we're supposed to be on time, where we go in different phases of practice, uh, the tempo that we practice with, um, you know, just leading the way and modeling the way is you got to have it. And so to have a couple of old guys sprinkled in there and then the veteran Ricky, even though he's just a junior, you know, he's got more games under his belt than any of them. Um, it's it's big, it's huge, especially when you got some young, talented guys getting in the mix as well with them. Well, now I know it was a scrimmage, but the fact that you were able to stop the Grizzlies on several different times where they had to punt on their possessions, that's got to be exciting for you and indicating that, you know, your your lineman and your defense is stepping up to the challenge of what's ahead of them. You know, it's, it's, it's a mixed bag. You know, you're encouraged by, by seeing some productivity, um, but, you know, you still got some glaring – things that got to be corrected you know we had uh, one defensive stop that uh, we wanted to run our mouth a little bit after it should have been a they should have been out there punting gave them an automatic first and extended their drive you know they didn't fortunately finish it off with points but we gave them another opportunity um, we probably had at least one uh, one touchdown they had to take off the board maybe two um, that were silly you know, late unnecessary you know holding penalties mm-hmm. you know that are away from the ball and don't even need to be they didn't help anything and just just little things they not for lack of aggression not for lack of effort um so they're manageable mistakes um things that we can guide and correct 
Your defensive backs, safeties, energy was there, it mm -hmm. seemed like, all night. What do you want to see out of them when the season really gets going next week? Play fast, uh, line up fast. You know, everybody everybody seems to go fast now. Everybody's trying to mimic what Bigsby uh, has done the past couple of years and kind of uh, manipulating the substitution or lack of substitution rules that Oklahoma high school ball does not have. Um, uh, so, it, you know, a lot of it is how fast can we run downfield and cover, some, cover somebody and then come back and get lined up fast enough correctly and then do your job. Um, so a lot of quick turnaround. Um, you know, good leadership on the back end with uh, Donovan Hardaway being a three-year starter, uh, one of our captains. Um, and then Austin Brown uh, really flashed a lot for me last night as a senior. Um, has played sparingly on the in the secondary and, and linebacker, you know, over his high school career. But he's he seems to have locked down a spot that he's uh, really making a lot of uh, a lot of headway on. Special teams, they, another kind of unsung hero. They can win or make break games for you. How did you feel about your kicking game and your punting game last night against Northside and what we could see out of them moving forward this season? It's too early to tell on that because there was no live rush, um, no return. You know, we didn't have kickoff or kickoff return, you know, even PAT field goal. Um, you know, there's no rush, so we get to kind of take our time and go through the motions, which we're pretty good at that. You know, we rep that all the time. Uh, real test will be, you know, when live bullets are flying next Friday. Going back to Octavian, he was on special teams, if I'm not mistaken. What did the young freshman bring to the table? You know, again, right now it's it's in those situations in a scrimmage. It's it's are you ready to rotate in? Are you are you paying attention on the sideline? You know, because a lot of special teams is is a mass substitution. Um, you know, it's a change of possession mm -hmm. potentially. So there's a lot of moving pieces. Um, so him being ready, um, being aware of what's going on, aware of what's going on on the field. Um, that, that's a good start. Coming up next, we'll have more from Josh Blankenship. So stay tuned. We have much, much more. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. <laughs> Racing towards the end of the month? Ask about our early pay options. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. We're joined by Donovan Hardway, a running back, defensive back, three-year starter, along with head coach, Josh Blankenship. Donovan, I hear you're also Mr. Country as well with this Tiger football program. Yes, sir. So g give me the background on why you are called Mr. Country. Well, I know my background is probably because I always wear my boots a lot, and we'd be in pregame warm-ups, and I'd always wear them with my shorts and pregame shirts. So that probably that's probably where I got the name from. Is he the first player that you have out on the field that's wearing cowboy boots and pregame warm-ups? In Broken Arrow, Oklahoma? No. <laughs> but it, it adds to it as well. Though. It's the flair. As long as it's not flip-flops or slides, you know, where they're going to stub a toe pregame, I'm, I'm all right with some boots or some steel-toed, anything protect them, I'm probably good with it. <laughs> You're probably good with that as well. Donovan? you know what does this mean for you to be a tiger football player i mean you're a three-year starter you, you're you've been a part of this program for such quite a long time it means a lot knowing like i've been with my brothers for a long time and then it's just the bond that we've had and it's just great and what have you learned from your defensive coaches to add to your skill set out on the football field what i've learned is next play mentality because playing defensive back 
you'll get a pass caught on you or something will happen, and you can't keep thinking about that play. You have to move on to the next. Has it hit you that you're coming into the final the final year for you as a Tiger? <laughs> yes, sir. It hit pretty hard. And for you, Coach, when you look at your Donovan over here, I mean, you've started this whole thing with him. I mean, mm-hmm. how special is this that you've seen him grow from where he was such a young guy to where he is now leading this program as a captain? It's it's why you do this. I mean, it's uh, you want to make an impact, um, you know, on young people. But when you've got a, a guy that has already comes from a great family, he's he's been raised the right way. He's been a leader um, the whole time I've ever been around him. You feel like you're partnering with those guys um, that that seem to get it maybe better than the younger guys get it, and uh, so um, it's not just me out there trying to say this is the direction we need to go, this is what we need to do. You got guys like Donovan that that believe in it as well, and and have been a part of that journey for you know going into his third year. Um, you know this is the only only way he knows to do it, which is makes it a lot lot smoother. So I got to ask you this, Donovan: Who's harder on you, your dad, who's a cop, who I found out from Coach, or Coach himself? My dad, for sure. For <laughs> sure. I'm going to have to up my game. <laughs> so what is dad like You know, when he's watching you and you missed an assignment or something? Well, what does he tell you after the game? Oh, man, it's not even after the game. Like, I'll be down sitting in the tent. We're like, Donovan, your dad's right there. I'll look up. He's like, come here. I'm like, bro. <laughs> and then after the game, I'll come in the house. If I play a bad game, he'll just have the game sitting on the TV. I'm like... But this adds to it as well, Coach, because, you know, parents are coaches as well. And, mm-hmm. and I've learned just in the short time that I've been here at Broken Arrow that, yes, you are the head coach, but you got a lot of parents out there that played the game or have been mm-hmm. a part of the program that they want to lift this B.A. football team as well. You know, there's nothing but passion behind it. And, um, you know, it's it's refreshing when you have uh, parents that share the values that, that we have as coaches and what we're trying to do with these young men. Um, you know, when he, you feel supported by the parents and know, and they know that um, we're supporting what they're doing and uh, trying to point these guys in the right direction, um, man, that, that's, that's what really re- is rewarding in this process. So, Donovan, for you, with all the toughness that you've had to go through, what, what is more special for you, knowing that this is it for you or getting the next crew ready to take on the challenges that you've had to face? Getting the next crew, like leaving a legacy behind. Because you can't just take everything with you. You have to leave stuff behind for other people. So that's the most important thing. So besides being country, what else do we not know about you? Do you play an instrument? Do you, do you sing? Are we a country ballad artist over here as well? No singing for me. <laughs> no singing for me. No, sir. So what, what other kinds of stuff are you involved in outside football? Um, nothing as of right now. It's just football and track. It's the only thing. And then I hang out with my friends. That's it. So is he a guy that I don't want to run against or even try to take down because he's got both skill sets, Coach? Both skill sets. He's, uh, he's a very physical player. Um, you know, we made a little bit of transition. His natural fit with his physicality, you know, the past two years has been safety. You know, a guy that can come down and fill the run. Um, he's our best cover corner, you know, and, and with some young guys trying to find their niche, um, he's a guy that's very versatile that can go back and forth. I think he was at corner pretty much the whole night last night. Yes, sir. Um, but that that's one of the – Guys that add value in so many different uh, uh, roles, uh, those are the guys that you lean on because, uh, you know, you got maybe a young guy that can only function in one little, uh, you know, 
you know, position or role or responsibility. And when you've got seniors that can can flow and, and rotate and adapt anything you ask them to do, that, that just is unbelievable for your program. Now, Donovan, we were talking to Coach Blankenship earlier in the show that it was a scrimmage, but we didn't treat it like a scrimmage. How was it for you against Northside, knowing that this is the final dress rehearsal before Bentonville? I just treated it like a game. Like, just treat it like a game. That's all you can do. So just go out there, play fast and physical like it's a game. And overall, how did you think you played? I think, like, there's always places, like, where I can work at and mistakes I can fix. But overall, I think I played good. Well, Donovan, I thank you so much for joining us inside Tiger Football. Coming up next with head coach Josh Blankenship, we're going to break down Bentonville and get you set for next Friday's game. Stay with us. It's brought to you by Rip Rip. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments and we are fully prepared for your safety in our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors and we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24 seven. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Life happens in a hurry. Our money experts will help you keep up. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Wrapping up inside Tiger football, brought to you by Rib Crib. We now turn the page to Bentonville. Dress rehearsal was this last week against Northside. Now it gets real. Coach, when you look at Bentonville, it's become kind of a tradition to play a team from Arkansas. You know, what are you seeing out of them on paper so far? Um, very, very explosive offense. A um, lot of talent on that side of the ball. Uh, it, I don't know if this is intentional, but it does seem uh, like the trend um, in those, at least the Northwest Arkansas schools. It seems like they're uh, really loading up their talent on the offensive side of the ball and then trying to um, piece it together defensively. It, it, that's probably a poor way of saying it. it seems like they're prioritizing their personnel on the off offensive side of the ball, and it seems to be very much the trend uh, with a lot of those teams. So that's the immediate thing I see. How special are these games that, you know, it's a non-district game, but I know you preach to the boys that it does matter. You know, we're not going in there. Right. This is a very important game. But adding – it's a rivalry game, Arkansas versus Oklahoma type thing. I mean, how does that add to the excitement as well? You know, they, you don't have to get our guys motivated. You don't have to get them uh, amped up. Um, you know, it's a game. You know, if there's a, if they're going to put the scoreboard on, um, you know, everybody realizes the importance of it. Um, yes, it's non-district, um, so there's no implications on playoffs. Um, but but there is. You know, there's there's momentum. There's rhythm. There's uh, belief. You know, especially when you got a young team. Anything you can do to solidify. Um, all the work that they're putting in and kind of cement everything we're trying to teach. You know, it's an opportunity to do that, especially if you get that win. When you study their tape, you know, what do you look at more? Is it the offense, defense, or is it all as a whole? I mean, how do you kind of yeah, break it down? All of it, you know, and it's it's 
uh, we have a great staff and they've all got their different responsibilities on what they're supposed to be looking at, um, what they're supposed to be breaking down, what their role is in the game plan. Uh, so there's a lot of pieces. Um, you know, my, my role is all of it and, uh, you know, keeping big picture things in mind. Um, you know, so th there's a lot of pieces that it, it all gets covered. Um, that's, that's one of the nice things that we're blessed with here at BA about having the size of a staff that we can have to, to, to share those responsibilities. What are the areas that need to be refined for yourself to be ready to face Bentonville here at home? You know, polish on on what we're doing, you know, fundamental base scheme. Um, you know, we, it's that time of year where you've got to be really good at the things that you should be really good at. You know, you try not to get in your own way as a coach of coming up with all these great ideas. We call, you know, that's coach ego, you know, and that does nothing but get in your players way. Um, we know what we're good at and we've got to keep refining those things. Um, big picture head coach speak, you know, it's the operation, you know, uh, component that, that I've got to see cleaned up, you know, how we are on the sideline, where we stand, where we go after we leave the field, um, you know, substitutions, um, you know, where they're supposed to group up if there's a potential for punt or kickoff return or, um, you know, all of those little operational things, um, you know, those are a big deal to me because they translate into the game. I know it's another very tough slate at the beginning. We got Benville, Union, and Owasso. How do you feel about these games that are right at the start of the season for your boys? Because it also teaches them discipline that, hey, we can't afford to drop one. It's, it's, we call it a dress rehearsal for the playoffs. You know, we know the gauntlet that we, you know, the area that we live in. Um, you add Mustang and Norman North and some of those West Side teams. And, uh, you know, your entire district, uh, week to week, um, is a gauntlet. So there really is no week off uh, once we start this thing next week. Um, but you are always, excuse me, you are always uh, preaching and pushing. And I think we've got a lot more understanding of that in our program now of the, the key thing that we're, we're shooting for is to be red hot come playoff time. Um, if they stay committed to that, that's the ultimate goal. You know, are we going to be playing our best football there in week nine, week 10 going into the playoffs, which is going to give us a chance to make a run? Um, you know, that sets us up to go do what we what we want to do, which is win a championship. And um, non-district games are critical f in that journey. Um, and the way we spin it, you know, is, uh, uh, you know, if you're going to go through a three-game or a four-game gauntlet to win it all there at the end of the season, why not have a dress rehearsal at it right now uh, with no playoff implications so you get a taste of what we've got to be ready for. Well, Coach, best of luck this week with all the things you got to get done with practice before Bentonville comes to town. Remember, Madison Dildine will be on the sidelines for us along with former defensive back Devin Johnson in the booth. And go Tigers as we get set for Bentonville. Yes, sir.